Hello and welcome to East Leeds FM. This is Red Kite, the first Red Kite of 2022 actually. And today I've got in the studio Johan, Izzy and Toby. Hey. Hey. How has your week slash start of the year been? Uh, my week's been all right, actually. Very hectic. More hectic than I'm used to, but uh, <laughs> it is great to be here with the first Red Kite of 2022. Since you missed the last one for last year. Yeah, I had the Rona. Um, my year's just been normal back to school homework the daily grind yes (laughs) i've had a pretty pretty sick week um been a writing group doing a lot of stuff done next year uh uh, we 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 can't hear you is he i'm afraid oh no (laughs) (laughs) uh no (laughs) (laughs) uh juaria what's coming up on the show so in today's running slash reading order We've got live music, interviews, and a lot more. Excellent. And uh, Johan, what are we playing now? Uh, it's a song chosen by me called Deathbed by Pao Fu. Oh. Don't stay away for too long. Don't go to bed. I'll make a cup of coffee for your head. I'll get you up and going out of bed. Yeah. I don't want to fall asleep, I don't want to pass away I've been thinking of our future cause I'll never see those days I don't know why this has happened but I probably deserve it I tried to do my best but you know that I'm not perfect I've been praying for forgiveness, you've been praying for my health When I leave this earth, hoping you'll find someone else Cause yeah we still young, there's so much we haven't done Getting married, start a family, watch your husband with his son I wish it could be me but I won't make it off this bed I hope I go to heaven so I see you once again My life was kinda short but I got so many blessings Happy you were mine, it sucks that it's all ending I'm happy that you're here with me, I'm sorry if I tear up When me and you were younger, you would always make me cheer up Taking goofy videos and walking through the park You would jump into my arms every time you heard a bark Cuddle in your sheets, sang me sound asleep And sneak out through your kitchen at exactly 103 Sundays went to church, and Mondays watched a movie Soon you'll be alone, sorry that you have to lose me Tell us about your first writing group of 2022. 
So I joined Peter's writing group on Wednesday. I actually heard about it from Henry because I was talking about writing once and then I actually really enjoyed it and I am going to read a piece that I wrote from that group now but I feel like I should give a bit of context as to why I wrote this before I even read it because if I just read it it will sound really weird. So basically we were told to like come up with the different tasks. So Izzy being Izzy said to shampoo a cow and there's a lot of other ones someone said run the country and I basically took that and I wrote something like about that and we had to put the words how to at the start of each task and most people wrote like instructions but I turned it into like a poem so here's what I came up with how to run the country picture yourself in everyone else's shoes think of others and not just yourself do what is best for people and not for yourself think about everyone and not yourself how would they feel is this right remember this times are difficult listen to the citizens and do what is best for them that's all i wrote uh, Johan, do you want to tell us what we're going to be playing next? Um, so I had to pick another song because we're in a bit of a hurry. So I picked Safe and Sound. Can't remember who it's by. It's by Capital Cities. Thank you. Why do you like this record? Uh, good music.
with Emily, and we'll tell you why I picked this song, Safe and Sound, because I heard it, and it's just really good song, like nice instruments, and the music is just amazing. Uh, I would give it like a 9 out of 10, good bob. Great stuff. Uh, all right, what are we doing now, Johan? Uh, we're going to be interviewing Emily here. <laughs> Emily, hi, how are you doing? I'm good, how are you? I'm very good, thank you. Good. Um, do you want to tell us a little bit about uh, what you're going to be doing here at the chapel? Yes, of course. So I started working for the chapel three weeks ago um, as the new centre administrator. So my job is to help everybody be organised in the building. So that'll be looking after people that come in to use the space. Uh, all right, Juaria. Yeah, hello. Hi. Hi. Um, what is it like having to do a job like that? Um, so, so far, I'm really enjoying it. Um, the main thing that I've been doing has been to meet new people. So the different types of people that come in and use our space on a weekly basis. So it's been great. I've done a bit of organising, which has been fun. So, so far, so good. Now, looking at your history, you've done a lot. You've done, you've done, you did a first aid uh, thing, you've, uh, you've taught English, uh, you've, you've had a very varied time, uh, which I think is all, is all anyone can want for, uh, from life. Now, out of all of those things you've done, what has been the highlight personally for you? Oh, wow. Um, yeah, that's a really good question. So I think more recently um i was really lucky to teach chinese students english and i was doing that during lockdown online so i was teaching people whilst they were in china from my living room and that was absolutely incredible to build these connections with people in a whole different country whole different time zone um, and it was really rewarding and really a beautiful experience how does it feel having to do like a lot of that stuff online um so really strange but <laughs> what's really nice about it is that it gives you a way to connect to people in when you couldn't so they are eight hours let me remember ahead of us so it's almost like time traveling because <laughs> you're speaking to people in their evening when it's your morning um and so it's a real privilege to be able to do that um my question is out of all the jobs you could have picked in just in Leeds <laughs> What made you pick this job in particular? Um, so I work here three days a week. Um, and the reason why I went for this job was because I was looking for something working in an art centre. Um, and I've got quite a long history with the chapel. I've done some radio here before. Um, and I really believe in the chapel's values and ethos and wanted to become a bigger part of it. So you're part, you're part of a show called The Delhi. Correct. <laughs> so, like, how did you get involved with that show? Ah, so about eight years ago, um, I was doing some acting with somebody that was on the Delhi show, and he told me about the show, and I was really jealous. So, I asked if I could come along and have a go at radio, and that's where it all began for me. Out of um, out of these things you've done, so looking over, you've taught. I mean, that that in of itself is is something that most of us won't ever do, which is teaching English to to people in a in a faraway country. That must be a, have been a really rewarding experience. But expanding on that, what has been the uh, the most surprising thing you've encountered 
um, in, in all these sort of areas that you've, you've dabbled in? What's something that, that was there that you didn't expect to, to find? Oh, what a great question. Um, <laughs> you might have to give me some um, thinking time. Um, so I, I think I'll go back to the teaching and I worked <laughs> with um, a young girl who was eight years old and her and herself, was she was absolutely surprising and she her English was incredible and she asked me one day, um, why do we have oxygen in our blood? So that's the question that most of us probably can't answer very well. <laughs> but for somebody who's learning English as their second language, to have that kind of knowledge and intelligence. Um, so, yeah, she was a really surprising and a real treat to teach somebody like that. Uh, now, recently uh, at an event uh, at the chapel, there was, uh, there was a poem that, uh, that Emily read out here. So I think we'll, uh, we'll have a little listen, a little bit of that here now. Friedrich Nietzsche said... Invisible threads are the strongest ties. Poetry on the radio. We perform through the ties of our past, the spoken word. Magical, immediate, intimate, floating voices connecting to you through an ethereal space. William James said, We are separate on the surface but connected in the deep. Through the deep, we give life to heartfelt memories as we sail the waves of time. Voices of all shapes and sizes, giving sound to the lost. Press play and give way as the omniscience of our voices fill your soul. After all, Joni said, love is touching souls. We are a merry band, the same but very different. United as we swagger, our rickety boats ever floating. This is our home within a home, connection, all never alone. An ever-present listen, archived in time, one dusty shelf in the British Library, a snapshot of our histories. There is a space for you here. Not just the you you wish or think you could be, but the very bones, the very soul of you. Just as you are, right here, right now, Norman Cook. Let your voice be heard. Welcome and take my hand, come on in. The water is warm or cold, depending on how you like it. Bienvenue, willkommen. Come tip our Delhi ship merrily and be a part of this family. Together we will rewrite the world. And maybe, just maybe, next month we'll find a new word. So that was a poem which is written by Emily, which is pretty good. So what inspired you to write this poem? So my inspiration for the poem was thinking about connection um, and how as a radio station we connect to people around the world but then also how we connect to each other. Um, So there's a few references to songs that have influenced my upbringing and also a couple of quotes in there um, that really helped me to feel connected. Um, Yeah. Emily, thank you very much for joining us and, uh, and sharing all that with us. Thank you very much. 
So that was Right Here, Right Now, uh, and it was Emily's choice, we forgot to say, and it's me, James, I'm back, I'm a little bit late, I'm sorry guys, but uh, now we're in Studio 2 with Shay and Rhiannon, so would you guys like to introduce yourself a little bit? Hello, nice to be here. Yeah, thanks for having us. So, uh, would you like to tell us what you're doing here today and what you've brought with you? Yeah, sure, so we're, um, as a duo, we're called Witchbury, and we're... Um, a couple of musicians who play guitar, or Tay plays guitar. Mm-hmm. Acoustic guitar mainly. And mm. I sing and play the flute. Mm. So tell me, which I came with the first question. All right, just to, just to get familiar with you guys a little bit, this, this is always a good way to tell. Now, <laughs> you've, you've both known each other a long time, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. Now, out of all that time, what is the biggest argument you two have had with each other? And was it over something really petty or was it a big argument? Oh my God. Uh, it's hard to pinpoint. Too many tonight. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but it's probably just sometimes when, you know, you're rehearsing in a, in a rehearsal space or in uni till, I don't know, late at night, 11 o'clock or something, tensions are running high <laughs> or running low. So yeah, it can get a bit bickery, but... Yeah, not never had a big fallout, I don't think, I really. Know. Surely, over <laughs> something ridiculous, like who did the washing up last or yeah, something. Exactly. <laughs> the real stuff, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so whose idea was it to uh, form, form a group together? Uh, I'm not sure, really. Like We've been playing together unofficially for many years since we were at school. And it probably wasn't until we got to university, really, that we were like, we need to make this more of an official thing, start promoting ourselves and, you know, trying to eventually make a living, hopefully, you know, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it was quite natural, really, like, we'd been doing it since we were young, and then I guess you just have, you, you, and we're songwriters as well, so you you write music together, and then, you know, you want to share it with other people, it's, yeah, kind Mm. of just like that. Um, I've got a question, so how have you found doing um, rehearsals and stuff like during the pandemic and sometimes online mm, great question <laughs> yeah it was really difficult it was between us two it was okay really because we, we Rihanna lived with me during the main lockdown the first one and so we had a lot of time to write music and I think that's when we got the idea to form a group together but we're in a, a bigger band a five-piece band and that was pretty much impossible meeting on zoom and trying to make it work but you know sometimes it just music doesn't work through the internet very well yeah Mm, yeah, it's it's definitely challenging and like it still is now I mean people are you know always having to isolate these times and arranging rehearsals can be difficult but you just have to do your best and practice with who's ever is available to Mm. and break off into smaller groups of the band and so you're not relying on everyone to be there to get the job done really yeah what's it like being in like two different groups it's actually really fun you get it's you have like a bit of a variety and it's really nice to to do different repertoire and to do different things um i think you find with quite a lot of musicians or at least people i know they they tend to branch off into different kind of groups and they might even do different genres in different groups and just like another way another form of expression that's like slightly different and you get to work with different people so Mm. yeah i like it yeah it's just nice to have like the limitation like in different groups have different themes or different styles that you like to work with and then we can branch out as songwriters and musicians to create different 
a variety of different genres and things like that. So a question that every art, well everyone wants to know from an artist is who inspired them and you know when did this start the inspiration? Mm. Do you want to go first? Oh, don't you? <laughs> uh, I'd probably say as a guitarist, yeah, some British. Uh, fi- oh, some, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, some fingerstyle guitarists. So people like uh, David Graham and Bert Yanch. I think they were my biggest inspirations. But probably my main one was my own dad, really. Like, he always used to just play guitar in, in my house and always give me an instrument from a young age. So just having the access to an instrument or just watching him play, it was just, I don't know. I never realised until I was a bit older how much that wore off on me. You know? mm, yeah, I think for me, I, I was all... The radio was literally always played in my house. As soon as you woke up in the morning, the radio was playing. As soon as you were back home, it was like this constant... There was always music in the house and I think as time went on, like I've listened to so many different singers in lots of different genres and um, yeah, I don't know, Laura Marling was a big, a big fan. I was a big fan of hers rather like growing up, so she's probably a big inspiration. You're listening to Red Kite on East Leeds FM. We're hanging out with Witchbury at the moment and uh, I think it's time for some music. So you guys keep hanging out uh, and we'll play this now. Yeah, great. Um, the first song we're going to do is called, it's a traditional song. So it's a, a song that was found all over England in the early 1900s. And so it's a, they call them ballads, which is kind of, so it's similar to a poem that there's no repetition or there's not a chorus. And the songs kind of tell a story and lead on verse from verse. And yeah, this one, we were inspired to create our own arrangement for it because the topics of heartbreak and betrayal from a loved one and we listened to a few other versions and it was you know they kept it very light-hearted and we thought you know we need to bring some raw emotion and some some trauma traumatic experiences yeah exactly definitely some grit and so this one's called bonnie boy Sun, it shone wonderful. 
you hear clapping on the radio uh, you're joining uh, Witchbury uh, on Red Kite on uh, East Leeds FM uh, thanks for that guys that was really good Our pleasure. Um, a question now that I, I was just thinking about is <clears throat> there's a lot of debate in sort of the music industry and, and there are people that are different artists have different approaches in, in terms of record labels do you guys feel like for an artist nowadays it is actually important to be signed to a record label, or do you feel like because things are a bit more democratised with the internet and different ways of being heard, do you feel like maybe that sort of old barrier, if you like, to entry has has, has sort of gone down or become less relevant? Mm, I think it's a great question. I think especially as um, many, I think a lot of musicians have that have the same thoughts, but. I think the the world is so much more open now with the internet that you can get your music out there in so many different ways. I think mm. with record labels and stuff, I think there's a lot of support that, and a lot of um, contacts that they have that you know that you can pull on through working with them. And I guess it just depends what you feel like um, suits you and uh, you know and at what time that should be as well. Mm. Yeah, I think definitely like you were saying around about the internet being available to everyone now, everyone can have, and websites such as Bandcamp and SoundCloud, there's no money restraint on just recording some music, even if it's just through your phone and you compile it together on a free app, it's like everyone has access to it these days. Mm -hmm. So I think more than ever, it's to us anyway, the 
I wouldn't even contemplate joining a label at this point because I know we can find someone to record our music. I know I can put it online for free. So it's just we why rely on someone else's money when we can just do it all for free, really. Mm. Yeah. No, yeah, I do agree. The internet, not only with music as well, uh, it's opened up opportunities for everyone and it makes a lot of things a lot easier. And mm. when I was listening to your lyrics then, what inspired you to actually write those lyrics? Could you tell us a little bit behind the the meaning behind what they mean? Yeah, so this this isn't this isn't a song we've written. This is an old folk song. So you get, you know, and a lot of like traditional English music and by that I mean music that's it's it's been passed down through through word of mouth basically for many many years and they 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 first started to write these songs down I think in like the 1800s and then they were printed on they printed on paper and at the top of the paper it would tell you sing this song to the tune of and then a well-known song so part of what we do on our degree is we look back at the history and the traditional music from kind well we most we look at it from all over the world but mostly kind of like the united kingdom um so we there was something about this song that we liked it was quite a dark story like we said like it is is about heartbreak but people who do these versions were doing it really joyfully and happily so it's like you can look back at these old songs and kind of reimagine them for like the modern day and like just continue to tell the stories i guess mm-hmm. yeah and I was just wondering, for when you write songs, what's your writing process like? Mm-hmm. I think between the two of us, um, Che usually comes up with something fabulous on the guitar. Some kind, of, I don't know, and and through through that kind mm. of music. Probably just start off with a chord sequence on the guitar or just some idea that I've created and then I'll pass it over to Rihanna and just to start creating melodies or I'll work on with her creating a melody. Mm. and then she'll kind of go off and write the words because that is <laughs> I'm not really good with words really writing lyrics so that's her job in the band but yeah. I think yeah we keep it fresh and like approach it in many different ways really it's not not having I think a good way is not I don't know sticking to a certain method and just exploring different ways or starting with words starting with a melody or starting with the chords just approaching it in many different ways, I think. Mm. Yeah, Ma- making sure it's not too formulaic, basically. Yeah, exactly, and yeah. Ma- otherwise it just gets boring and, yeah. you know, That's kills not, the inspiration. It's not what music's about, exactly. Yeah, of course. Um, well, thanks for hanging out with us, guys. Um, what is the uh, the next track uh, that we're going to be hearing? Is it Sorry, I was just double-checking. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, this one is called Cut the Coal, and this is one that we've written together and... Um, yeah, it was kind of take like the inspiration behind it was kind of uh, giving thanks to the to the workers who had gone before us and all the the difficult the difficult kind of um, jobs that people used to have to do down in the mines and and the and the protests that people everyday people like ourselves and what what they did for us so that we don't have to go through the same things they did. So yeah, this one is called Cut the Coal. And cut the cold 
crack your back a midnight oil. You bend time, work like horses, long into the night, and strike the stone, breaking rock with brittle bone. You work. Ashes covering your skies, and the message was revoked. The meaning never told. The skin on your hands thicker than the other man's. The stranger coined the phrase: "There will be better days when the dust is gone. There'll be time to move on." Catch the chain, heaving cargo in the rain. Your fists clenched for all the earnings they do not repay. And the message was revoked, the meaning never told. Dust is gone. There'll be time to move on. And then I set the brick and the piece that wouldn't fit. And you're waiting for your lesson with dirt on your hands. And then I set the brick and the piece that wouldn't fit. And you're waiting for your So that was another song by Shay and Rhiannon. And、uh, a question I have for you guys is: Where do you see yourselves in the future? Oh, definitely making music, <laughs> singing <laughs> songs here, there, and everywhere.、Um, yeah, we're, we're doing we're doing quite a few like、um, festivals and stuff. We've got lined up for the summer, so that's always a really great way to like、um, get your music out there for people to hear you.、Um, But I guess I don't know. Hopefully, doing I don't know nice, lovely things.、Mm. <laughs> Definitely, lots of nice, lovely things. <laughs> But,、uh, not sure. Our plans now are just kind of、uh, record a little single.、Uh, hopefully, we're working towards doing an album in the next year or so. 
but mainly I think just getting more gigs locally in Leeds, I think, and then maybe trying to plan a little tour from Leeds back down to our where we're from in the West Midlands and just kind of, I don't know, branching out a bit more from rather than just local gigs, but also trying to get a bit more well-known around England and the UK, really. Mm. Out of everything that you've done, what's been the highlight? Um, good question. We, I think the first song that we wrote, actually, we, um, that got aired on, like, BBC Radio Leeds, and they did, they used to do a program called the Durbervilles, which was kind of like a folk, folk program, and that was amazing, and, Mm. you know, the first song that we'd kind of collaborated together, and, you know, not, and yeah, just to have that kind of be, get put out there was fabulous. Mm. Yeah, very lucky really because uh, the head tutor from our folk course at the conservatoire, she hosts the folk show at BBC Leeds. So we're very lucky to have that connection really. And she's always so willing to, you know, air students new songs or just give them, you know, uh, some airtime really on the local radio. Mm. And just, I guess, gigs. We did we did a really nice gig at um, Left Bank, which is... Um, in Leeds and it's a beautiful kind of venue it wasn't it was a big old church and now it's an now it's like a an event space like a music event space and just to to play in that space was just beautiful although there's a lot of reverb (laughs) it was good though uh Shay and Rhiannon uh from Witchbury are with us and uh guys what is the uh the last song you're going to be playing for us uh so the last one is a uh, it's kind of a two two for the price of one really two so for the price of one. yeah so we started off with an idea it was an Irish tune that I'd found from listening to some Irish musicians and it's called the rolling waves and so it's called it's an Irish jig which is kind of a certain type of music that comes from Ireland jigs and reels and so I kind of passed this tune on to Rhiannon and she used the melody of the tune to, as inspiration to write a song to the tune. Mm. And yeah, and then we merged them together, really. Yeah, it's a lot more joyful than the other two. So we'll end <laughs> yeah. on that. We're picking note. up on the lights. Cheer you up. <laughs> okay. Oh, do you want to tune your flute? I'll just quickly tune my flute. Always tune before you start playing. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> Top tip on the radio here. <laughs> Live flute tuning in progress for you right now. <laughs> I know, it's not very pretty, but... <clears throat> too flat, too sharp. It's a terrible instrument, never play it. We can't have that. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting that. <laughs> so this is the rolling waves. Here we go.
gently. The wind at least comes whipping round the bay, and those on the coast they would just sail away. The nice and calm and I've seen strife. Many a summer's a roving life. I never heard an outcry so wild. Then welcome to the ocean, my child. so much for coming in and playing for us we've loved it it's brilliant i've never listened to folk music before but wow um so apparently you've chosen a song called one day without you by john martin to mm-hmm. play. yeah so could you tell us a little about that and why you wanting to play that yeah so i don't know john martin has always just been one of my biggest inspirations really i used to just go on youtube and watch live videos of him perform for hours and this was always one that I just always would come back to and it came to mind really just because me and Rhiannon were having a bit of a lazy day the other day and just listening to John Martin all of his live recordings and just you know just being really inspired by his style and he's such a unique unique artist and I don't think there's anyone quite like him really yeah I definitely recommend listening to him on a lazy Sunday He's fantastic. He'll, mm. He's just brilliant at performance and songwriting, and he's a real character. Definitely recommend listening to him. So, thank you very much. Thanks, Shea guys. And Shay and Rihanna. Rhiannon. There we go. Sorry. <laughs> My uh, pleasure. So, well, let's hear it. Thank you very much, guys. It's been a pleasure, and I've loved hearing your music. Oh, so, thank yeah. You. Thank loved you being here, so guys. Yeah, wonderful. Hopefully, come back soon. <laughs> yes. 
He would stare at empty chairs Think of the ghosts who once are there The ghosts that broke his heart Oh, the ghosts that broke my heart The ghosts that broke his heart Oh, the ghosts that broke my heart The ghosts, the ghosts, the ghosts, the ghosts, the ghosts, the ghosts The ghosts that broke my heart before I met you Lover, please do not fall to your knees It's not like I believe in everlasting love He says, I'm so lost, not at all well.
That was Emily's choice, and speaking of Emily, she's here in the studio with us, and we're going to be talking about what she hopes to see in the future. Great, <laughs> thank you. Um, so yeah, so I'm quite new here, so I'm still learning the ropes and finding my feet, but I hope in the future that I can help to contribute to the Arts Centre being accessible and a friendly place to be. Um, I hope to be working with some volunteers, helping to make sure that the space is running the right way so everything that you see around you the bricks and mortar i'll be helping to tidy that and sort that fix any problems so i hope to be the friendly face that you see when you come in hopefully <laughs> yeah so you spoke about like accessibility and what's one what's that something you would do to make the building more accessible oh that's a great question so i think one of the things that and whether this happens or not, I thought it would be great if we could have a better sign out the front because we've got the little doorbell. It might be good if there was something that was more obvious to get in, maybe. That might be an idea. Do you guys have any suggestions for what we could do? Well, <laughs> along the lines of accessibility, um, I suppose one of the, <clears throat> particularly considering a lot of what we do here is centred around young people, um, what would, uh, and you know, again, at the moment with young people, and it has been for a few years, there's been a lot of focus on the, the issues our generation particularly uh, has with things like mental health. Mm. Do you see, as well as being an artistic and a creative space, do you see the chapel having a role in, in, in that sphere of young people's lives in terms of support and things like that? That's a great question. Um, and if I'm honest, I don't know how to answer it, but it's definitely something for us to consider. Um 
I would like to hope that we can take an approach here where we are supporting people just in everything that we do. So whether that's by helping to have open conversations for young people and older people, knowing that they can speak to us if they want to and being approachable and being a bit of a safe space. So a home from home, perhaps. Yeah, somewhere you can come to feel safe and heard and part of a team. I feel like I've been here for a long time and I feel like the chapel kind of does provide that a bit as well like with everything that you do as well because like music say for example that's also something that could um, help improve people's mental health a lot as well and that like, you're coming here and you're meeting a lot of new people as well and like just talking can also like, improve someone's mental health as well absolutely i totally agree with you and i think For me, having been a broadcaster here, one of the beauties of this space is you can get involved with so much. And that's so nice because it gives you so many creative outlets, just as you've said, whether it's music or acting or reading or listening. I think there's lots to offer. Um, So, one second, sorry. Uh, So, one thing I have thought about um, when Toby mentioned uh, that it's a safe space for young people, um, my mum has mentioned this too, is, is it like... We don't really see much promotion for older people. Do you plan on improving that to make it seem like it's also a space for older people? Yeah, I think that's a really great idea and that's definitely something that I'll take away. It's interesting to hear hear your thoughts on that and to see how it comes across because we definitely run stuff for all ages and I think, as you say, it's really important to make sure that we market that well and we give our full offer to the community. So, yeah, thank you. That's a really good note to take away. So, yes, I hope so. <laughs> Thank you. I feel like there is like certain things for older people as well. Like something there's like the cafe as well. I feel like that's for people at all ages. Then there's the writing group that Peter does on Wednesdays. I feel like that's like got quite a lot of like older people in there as well. And I'm like one of the youngest ones that's in that group, I think. But I feel like <clears throat> we should do more stuff like broadcasting or music to like help with the older people and just help them like socialise a bit more. Yeah, I think that's a really great idea and to sort of expand that a bit and maybe even work a bit more intergenerationally in that field as well, perhaps. So, I've got two questions. <laughs> right, first question. What is the most wacky, silly idea you've got for improving the chapel? Oh my gosh. So, <laughs> I have a crochet business, so maybe we could yarn bomb the chapel. <gasps> yes. <laughs> that, that's an idea. <laughs> Since I'm in here, I'm just going to go wild. We could have a lot of pom-poms around the place. Oh, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I can make them. That's one thing I can Brilliant. do. Brilliant. So, me and Izzy. <laughs> yeah, we can pom-pom all over the place. 2023. <laughs> Full pom-pom and yarn bombing yeah. experience. <laughs> now, all of us here know, you know, we, we, we see the equipment that's here, we see the resources that are here, and we know we're all young people in this room we all know um the opportunities and and, and the really positive things you can get out of the chapel what would you say to a young person who is particularly creatively minded looking for an outlet but they actually are not aware of why here might be a, a really good place to put those things into practice what would you say to them to persuade them to to give the chapel a try Oh, brilliant. This is like an interview. I love it. A proper interview, like a job interview. (laughs) I've still got my job, right? (laughs) Um, So I think I would probably talk about my personal experience of working here as a volunteer. And so I'd never been on the radio before I came here. So for me, the main thing that I felt was it's so 
warm and inviting and inclusive. From the second I stepped in, I felt like there was somebody here to welcome me and to explain to me how things work. So I think my pitch to a young person would be, there's so much to get involved with here. There's so many options. What do you really want to do? Because I'm sure we can help you to do it. And really just, yeah, I think that would be my starting point. I feel like when you're trying to like tell people about like different spaces, I feel like sometimes personal experience can help because it makes them want to actually experience it for themselves. Yeah, definitely. I definitely agree with that. Um, um, like about the cap and chapel, uh, do you feel like it should be more open to people who need it because, like, sometimes someone just might need to use it because it's a quiet and inviting environment for younger people to maybe just hang around, make friends, maybe, and just do things like work. So it's just really helpful. Yeah, and actually that's in our plans. We hope when we get our community cafe started, we hope to open our doors a little more during the week to for exactly that, for people to come in and use the space. Um, so yeah, that is on the cards, I hope. <laughs> that's that's great to hear, because I suppose we, we don't think about it too much, but actually, yeah, alongside all, all the other stuff, we actually, yeah, we can just be a space, yeah. which is a really positive thing. Um, I'll, I'll, we'll close on something a little sillier, but... Um, <laughs> You know, I've uh, I've been asked to put put this to you. Uh, you know, Henry, the big boss, round here. Um, can we name this the Henry Arts Centre? Um. Oh, yeah. Um. I think it. Think it's a no. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Bronze statue, horseback in the lobby. I've changed your logo to Henry's face. I think maybe a bronze statue is a good a idea. Yeah. Could we make it maybe a couple of inches We're gonna tall? We're going to spend our whole budget <laughs> on a block of bronze. Perfect. Right. Sealed. Great. <laughs> Uh, all right, we're going to play something. Uh, thanks for joining us, Emily. Thanks, thanks for very having much. me. It's lovely to have you. Uh, we'll play something now from Billie Eilish. And there is relevance to this because we're going to be talking about something to do with Billie Eilish coming up on the show very soon. He was shady enough But now he's just a shadow My boy loves his friends Like I love my split ends And by that I mean He cuts them off
go trip over a knife.
There you go. That's uh, music uh, from Conan Gray, Telepath, playing for you uh, on Red Kite. It's Toby. And I'm joined by James, Izzy, Juaria, uh, <laughs> Johan. <laughs> Johan. People keep saying Rohan during that last song, so it really uh, messed with my head yeah. there. Um, all right. Okay. Uh, so we're doing a round table now. The round table here on Red Kite is where we like to kick up, kick back. You know, we've had a busy show. We're going to kick back and uh, we're going to discuss something of relevance from this week. Now, Billie Eilish put out a video uh, asking fans uh, to contribute art for her new music video, I believe it was. Uh, we can have a little listen to the clip now, and then I'll explain why this sparked some controversy. I said this has three million views and a lot of retweets on Twitter at the moment. Hi, guys. So, as you know, I am going on tour this year and designing merch right now. And I know how creative all of you guys are, so I wanted to see if you guys would want to be involved. I am going to pick out my favorite piece of fan art to be on one piece of official merch on my tour. I can't wait to see what you guys all come up with, and I know that it's gonna be amazing. So please go to billyxadobe.com to get more info. And that's all, and I love you, and I can't wait. Okay, so the reason this sparked controversy and a lot of anger um, on the internet, obviously support as well, um, is the basic fact that, in fact, do you know what, Izzy, do you want to, I have a view on this, do you want to try and explain this? What? what why are people angry? I'm going to read out a tweet, actually, like, well, a retweet of this. Um, okay. That basically, from what I can see, people are angry because they're not paying the people who are submitting this fan art Ind for their artwork. Independent artists, right. right. So... This person has put, Can Billie Eilish please write me a song? I won't be paying for it, but I will retain the rights anyway. And if a song is better than thousands of others who spent their time writing me a song, then I might use it for my own profit. Because it is usable, this fan art, by Billie and her trademark, I guess it's called? No. Very, very rich woman, Billie Eilish, would like to use your art. Yeah. For free. Yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, I think it's quite clear what my view on this is. I'm, I think this is taking advantage of not not in an explicit way it's just it's a little bit exploitative in the sense that like these are young people and they're there are going to be a lot of really creative people who like Billie Eilish and like the, the, it just it, it rubs me the wrong way because it's not like you know like we're going to keep it we're not we're not really going to pay you it's all a little bit eh. uh Juaria has a very in fact I'll, I'll throw to you uh, first, Johan, because you agree with me on this, right? Oh uh, yeah, mainly because like if you think about it, they're just gonna say, right, we'll have it and we'll keep it forever. Yeah, you're not having any profit. In in the words of everyone's dad, it's daylight robbery. It's daylight <laughs> robbery. That. Um, all right, Juaria, you take a different view on this. Well, it's kind of a too weird thing because like if you think about it, she's asking for art for um, her merch, so it's like. She wants the fans to be involved in what she's doing, basically. And they'll probably like, get some of the merch back as well. But I feel like, yeah, that's kind of what I think. My, well, do you have a perspective on this, Izzy? I do. Mine is a little bit of a weird perspective. Okay, we like weird. Whilst, yes, I think it's probably a problem that she's not paying them for her artwork. Is it practical for her and probably the people who are employed by her slash work with her to go through all this fan art and choose what if there's no good ones? What if it's all naff? Or what if it's all really good? <laughs> you know, just a good problem, you mean? Yeah. How do you, how do you pick? Look, um, 
I will. I'll say one thing. We'll play a song in a minute. Um, I will uh, pick a song, any song. I will. Um, what I will say is, I think it's a bit like this when people go, "Oh, this politician." You know, all politicians really, at the end of the day, they're working for our best interests. It's like all rich celebrity singers. Actually, it's with a brand. She's going to make a yeah. a lot of money out of this. Billie Eilish don't care. She wants your copyright. She wants your money. Um, that's my view. We'll come back. We'll hear more from Juaria, and we'll continue talking about this on the roundtable next. Music from Me My and Great suck, uh, Success. Success. What a name. No, I kid you not. S U. Yeah. That's the title of the record. If anyone finds that funny, you can leave my studio. All right, we're doing the round table. We're talking about Billie Eilish. Uh, talking about that video, you know, is it is it morally right to ask your fans for free for for artwork? Maybe it is. Maybe it's harmless. I don't know. Uh, Johan, you looked like you you had words. Do you have words that you're willing to say? I'm speechless. Absolutely. <laughs> oh. Absolutely flipping speechless. <laughs> um, Juaria, do you want to come back? Because I sort of sort of left you in the dust off the back yeah. of that record. I was like. Here's why you're wrong. Here's a song. So I'm going to give you a right of reply now. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so 
like I feel like she kind of should like play them a little bit as well, just to make them feel more like I don't know what the word is. Like I feel like depends how like if they're young people, definitely I thought they should probably be paired as well. Personally, I think she's doing right. You know, it's it's her business. Uh, she's. She's doing it to get her fans involved. It's uh, it's it's getting them engaged. She never said she's probably gonna she's gonna give them anything. So like you know, if she said she's gonna give them something, don't give them that's James. wrong. But she didn't say she's gonna give them. James, something. say it again, but slowly. It's her business. <laughs> she's doing it for profit, pal. Correct. <laughs> it, is for, it is for profit, and that's what she's doing it for. She's doing it to make merch, and she's asked her fans to make a design for her. And, and you don't that's think simple. that's wrong? No, because she's asked. She's asked. They don't have to do it. It's their choice. It's you know. It's not their force to do it. It's a very, it's a very <coughs> warped view of choice, though, isn't it? Because it's like, yeah. here are young idealistic people who think that I really care about them. Yeah. Send me this piece of art because you know you love me, and I'm doing a personalised video. And what we're actually going to do is just keep them all on file and copyright them, and uh, I own them now. Yeah. Nom nom. And the pro- <laughs> she's probably going to edit them as well. Mm. Now, I, I must stress, I don't know the legal wranglings. I heard someone on Twitter say, actually, she won't be keeping them. Oh, right, and it's, okay. So I don't know. Mm. But the, a, a lot of people have been saying this. And, like, I just... It, it rubs me the wrong way. I think it's like... I don't know. There's something... Like, how about you employ some young, budding artists, pay them well... And bring them into the Billie Eilish operation. We're mm. supporting independent art by paying them like the salary of massive artists, but they're not massive yeah. artists. I don't know. You look a bit confused at that, is he? You... No, I'm not confused. I just. <coughs> what do you guys think? Do you wear, you wear... <coughs> Sorry, I can't say your names for some reason. Johan and Jueria. I nearly called. I nearly mixed your names up. They're not even hard names. Johan, Jueria, Johan. No, Jueria. but I nearly called them <laughs> Jueria. And Johan, that's very nearly what Johan, happened. my boy, tell me. I mean, I mean, Johan is technically right, but... Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, another, like, if she's going to do that, at least give them tour, like, tickets for mm. the tour. I mean, hopefully she does. To all of them. <laughs> <laughs> so, like... 3.2 viewers, I think there is. 3.2 million views, yeah, correct. But it's like, like I said, though, it, it's optional. You know, they know what they're going into. Mm. People know they're not going to get paid. Like, they don't expect anything. But she might, in the end, give them a gift. She might give them one free top or might give them free <laughs> tickets, I guess. But you Wouldn't know, that be so jubilant of her? It would be very nice <laughs> of her to, give, to give but... one top. But I, I, I agree. It's, it's probably not the best to uh, not give them anything. Maybe like a little small present for it, which I, I would expect, but... At the end of the day, she never promised anything, you know? So it's not like she's entitled to give anything. She's she's writ what she she said what she said and people are kind of expecting her to do it. I agree there's a small you. print on the video. I've just noticed it. Uh, yeah, there's always well it's oh. it, again it's with Adobe. That that sparks oh. fire for me. Uh, <laughs> that's like it's a brand. It's a hashtag spawn, guys. <laughs> da, 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 da. Uh, all right, right, well, that was the round table. Um on Red Kite. Uh, I think that's good. A lot of people have been having that conversation during the week. It was good to hear both sides. Uh, We're going to play Ed Sheeran and Shivers now. And up next, what you can hear from the chapel in the coming weeks. It's all on the way.
talking about all the awesome stuff that's coming up at chapel fm for you so joaria you've planned a showcase apparently yes so i'm presuming you all know harry from the disabled table well he's done more than just that here um so we started a show back in july and then around the second show we decided that we wanted to do a showcase showcasing like different disabled artists so we've got like singers like comedians and uh, we also got poets and bonus we've got harry doing a little comedy bit himself oh cool so <clears throat> is it all on the topic of being disabled or is it just you've made a point of getting people who are disabled to do it um, we're like getting people who are disabled to do it, but like the performances, we're not sure what exactly they will be about. Well, the comedy ones, we know they'll be about like disability, probably most likely. Yes. Oh, okay. So, if you had, if you checked out these people before you got them in, you know, if you had a look, are they funny? Are they good? Um, most of them. Like the person that's doing the music is someone that I've known for years now, and. Um, the uh, one of the comedy people is someone that we actually interviewed on the second show. Oh, interesting! So, listeners, listen back to that. You know, you might have a sneak peek of who's coming. Exactly. Who doesn't love a sneak peek? Uh, Juaria, we will be sure to check out uh, the open days. Is there anything else you want people to know about it? When should they be coming down? Um, 
So it's next Friday, the 4th of February, starts at half past seven until half nine. Tickets are free. Uh, you can get those on the website. Brilliant. Uh, all right, coming up, we are going to be telling you about the open mic. Stay locked. This is Years and Years. I'm gonna be 
So tonight, guys, we have a special event. It's Martin's Open Mic Night. So feel free to come down at 7.30. Everyone's invited. in my mind every time and no one seems to figure me out I guess it's stress it's making me feel so depressed most my life I felt so tired but every now and then when I try I say keep it up and go on you're only holding out for what you want you no longer hold the strangers it's enough, it's enough Keep it up and go on Yeah, you're only holding out For what you want I know that it's so frustrating It's enough, keep it up Now I'm here and I wish that I wasn't I'm in a place in front of a dozen People I've never met And I don't know if this is correct uh, I guess I never give myself respect Most my life I'm asking why But anytime I give it a try I say Keep it up and go on You're only holding out For what you want What you want, you no longer owe the strangers. It's enough, it's enough. Okay, so as this week's edition of Red Cunt draws to a close, I want to draw your attention to something that I don't like to draw too much attention to. You know, me, I'm never vain, am I? Only only all the time. Oh, you know, I have this little thing. It's a show. It's, you know, it's on a Tuesday. Basically, team music. How would people in the room describe... uh, You know what, Juaria, you're a big fan. How would you describe team music? Um, Just all the music that you love and um, everything from, like, the past week. Yes, that's what we try to do. We try to condense. Uh, we try to condense uh, everything from the week of pop culture and music into a coherent hour of radio every Tuesday at five o'clock. Um, everyone is welcome to come down to the Chapel Arts Centre and get involved. What were you saying, Juaria? And also 
Toby's favourite, but no one else's. Sus or not sus. We'll be playing Sus or Not Sus from uh, 5.15 next week. So it's going to be a great, it's going to be a great show. You are welcome to come down. Teen Music, an hour-long show. Get here for about quarter to five uh, next Tuesday. James, you're coming, aren't you? Oh, I'll be there. I'm there every day. I mean, you're not, but, but you promised <laughs> yeah, you will be in there. future. Izzy is always there. Not it, always. It was Most of the time. I think Duero is there more often than I am. Du- no, <laughs> no, no, anyway. no, no, no. You've not missed one. I think she probably has missed one. You missed one. a single one because you, you were isolating. Other oh, yeah. than that. Oh, yeah, that isolating because of you. No, no, no I think there was another one. You, got, you nearly got COVID at work. Anyway, uh, <laughs> thank you for joining us on Red Kite for this Friday. There'll be another Red Kite for you very, very soon. Uh, but we're going to close with a sort of a novelty, a, a modern day novelty record. This is Baby No Money, Rich Brian and Edamame. Yeah, chain swinging, clang clang, and it costs a lot. I'm always at the gorilla, yeah, and you are not bad. Deep, keep on going till you hit the spot. Whoa, I'm a big bag hunter with the bow. She got a big bed, drop it low. Mama called me and she happy with yeah. the grow. Never yeah. ever fall for it. About a million options, so the stock and I stop doing agreement. I'm rocking arenas, bringing the peace. I'm bumping that pot in the car, pretending I got all the eyes on me. Got a bad baby and she's independent. Too many people older than me, they're seeking attention. When they want me about the goofies, man, I should have listened. And the smell of the money, my strangest addiction. Uh. She took for d- I let a lit, I had to dip. I'm off a fifth, I'm a rich now. I bought a whip, I paint a paint, it drive itself. The f- you think, yeah, I'm rich now. Hey, little mama, yeah, you heard about me. I'ma pop you like a pea, yeah, at a mommy. Yeah, feel so hard, like I'm chilling on the beach. Yeah, baby in the sun, like the Teletubbies. Singing low while I pop a bottle off of y'all. Chain swinging, clang, clang, and it costs a lot. I'm always at the Guala, yeah, and you are not bad. Deep, keep on going till you hit the spot. Whoa, I'm a big bag hunter with the bow. She got a big bed, drop it low. Mama called me and she happy with the grow. Never ever fall for a party that's a no. I've been in the club and taking s if you got your mask off. In the photo, you getting crap, hopping out the function. The CVS is like a black away. Bought a moisturizer, my ice cold is dry on my face. Don't need that VVS, my ice is fake. Your life is fake, I just to do it for my pocket's sake. You're basing your opinion, so what the major says, I renovate the bad energy I erase. Uh. Yeah, I don't really ever wanna talk, 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 talk. Only really ever wanna. I'm going back to the side, 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 side. At least this money never really stops, stop, stop, stop. Hey, little mama, yeah, you heard about me. I'ma pop you like a pea, yeah, at a mommy. Yeah, feel so hard like I'm chilling on the beach. Yeah, baby in the sun like the Teletubbies. Red Kite is back on the 11th of February. Live from 5pm, Friday the 11th of February. I hope you'll join us then. Keep on going till you hit the spot. Whoa, I'm a big bag hunter with the bow. She got a big bed, drop a low. Mama called me and she happy with the grow. Never ever fall for a party that's an oath. Music. Reviews. Chat. Poems. Comedy. Writing. Interviews. ELFM. It's radio for so much more.